oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I mean, Craig and Vanessa are letting me host my very own Beyond the Mouse solo podcast. I think you're in for some real 4th of July fun and maybe even some fireworks. So let's get going. Who knows when they're going to let me do this again? <laughs> I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello, everyone out there in podcast land. This is Beyond the Mouse Podcast, the podcast for all things Disney, for NPR Illinois Community Voices and the Front Row Network. I'm Brett, and I'm so excited to be sharing some of my Disney World cast member memories on this special 4th of July podcast spectacular. A bit more on that in a moment. First, we have some Beyond the Mouse mousekeeping. I mean, housekeeping. We well, actually, Craig, has asked our podcast audience to add some ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts and wherever you find our podcast. We have had so many wonderful responses. So first, thank you. Second, he would like some more. <laughs> I think we're trying to scale up our reviews because it helps with the podcast algorithms or algorithms. I'm not sure, but anyway, it will help and ultimately help you as we might get access to even more Disney fun for all of us to share. How's that? Now back to the reviews for a moment. We'd like to share and give a shout out to some of you, like Reen716, who says, amazing Disney content, and this podcast is great for a seasoned Disney fan or someone who is casually interested. The hosts are knowledgeable and fun. You'll get a great mix of trip reports, original content, and oh, the interviews. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you. Mm -hmm. The interviews feature well-researched questions and are utterly amazing. Some of the episodes are also on video. Be sure to watch the one with Tony Baxter. Oh, my gosh. I can second that. But anyway, yeah. So thank you, Reem716, for that five-star rating. What's next? V10264. Great variety of Disney topics. Five stars. Who are we kidding? Okay, excuse me. I enjoy this podcast as there is a great variety of topics from the parks to interesting Disney content to some of the artists that contribute to Disney shows and movies. Thanks to Beyond the Mouse team. Well, thank you, V10264. Wow, that was great. Awesome. From Walt Disney 2000. I love this podcast. I have loved Disney since I was a little boy. Now I am 12 years of age, and I want to tell you I'm thankful that you guys create great content for all ages. Keep it up. Well, thank you. Walt Disney 2000. Oh, oh who are we kidding? Big Fat Panda. Great group of people. Five stars. Insight, wit, and humor. Craig, Brett, and Vanessa are wonderful, and this podcast is perhaps one of a small few I have to make time for. Engaging and friendly. You'll always come away with a positive feeling. Oh, thank you. Big Fat Panda. I call you John. Anyway, great group of people. Well, you're great, too. Thank you, and thank you for being a guest. And we'll see you soon. Again, thank you so much for your comments and ratings. And for those of you who haven't rated or commented yet, you know you want to, so go right ahead. I'll wait right here until you're back. Kidding, of course, but thank you for your extra efforts. Really. Now for some real 4th of July fireworks and Magic Kingdom entertainment behind the scenes. Exciting, right? Some of you might already know that I was a Walt Disney World cast member. A little more specifically, a Walt Disney World Magic Kingdom Entertainment cast member. You know, I'm a big fan of all the Disney magic we talk about here on Beyond the Mouse, and I'm a keeper of the magic because what I can tell you is when I was in Magic Kingdom Entertainment, in shows, parades, spectaculars, and whatnot, sometimes you could see me in what we call face roles, and sometimes you couldn't see me. 
but I was there. Now, I don't want to go into magic details. You know where I'm going here. So let me take you back to 1998 and 1999 specifically and Walt Disney World's 4th of July Spectaculars. Now, gentle podcast listeners, it thrills me to no end to share with you some of my recollections from my long-ago Disney entertainment days. Yes, that, and some insider Disney dish. So come on, everybody, here we go! Back in the late 1980s, Michael Eisner, love him or hate him, I kind of love him, was very into synergy and maybe just showing off. I mean, sharing all of the Disney fun available for guests and potential park guests. So I was an entertainment cast member when seemingly everything was televised. We televised Christmas, Easter, 4th of July, park openings, anniversaries, and just about everything. So what a great time to be there, right? Now let's get into some specifics. Now, since we're talking about the 4th of July spectacular, now, Gary Pabin, who is the show director, called everything a spectacular. <laughs> so we're talking about the 4th of July spectacular. Casting, okay. So for the 4th of July, it was very dude heavy. Well, lots of guys. Um, it was la women later, and they're featured in the 1989 4th of July spectacular. But let's talk about the guys. <laughs> we were cast as white tux dancers and also patriots from the Revolutionary War. So now the real thing is, if you were a dude in entertainment on property, you were in these shows. <laughs> so, so hey, easy casting, not even an audition for that one. Auditions for other shows maybe, but maybe not this one. So let's see, rehearsals and mm, rehearsals and show directors. Well, I told you that Gary Pabin was the show director responsible for uh, the entire show. Wow. And uh, he was very influenced by Busby Berkeley. All of his shows were very big, lots of production numbers, and lots of floods of people. So that was cool. Now, there is a central Illinois connection with Gary Pabin. Jane Brownback, our beloved customer director, she was a high school drama teacher here in central Illinois. She told me that Gary Pabin was her student teacher when she was, I guess, in high school, something like that, and that he was such an influence on her, she decided to become a teacher as well, a drama teacher. So how's that for It's a Small World? I think that's great. So for the 4th of July Spectacular, Judy Lawrence was a choreographer for Yankee Doodle Dandy, and Jay Smith was a choreographer for We're in the Money. Now, the we're in the money is the white tux dancers, all of the dudes, and then the Yankee Doodle Dandy, if you can imagine, were the Patriots. <laughs> Revolutionary Patriot. So the guys were in Golden Dream, and that's the song from the American Adventure. And we were Patriots coming back from the Revolutionary War. And then we were also in the finale. So <laughs> amazing time, amazing memories. Now, let's go into the staging a bit. Yeah, the show first had We're in the Money. That was the first appearance of the guys, I believe. So uh, so a little behind the scenes. The funny thing was, I mean, there's, I don't know how many guys were in this, but it was like lots. And, uh, and we would change costumes. So like when we were done with one number, we would run back in through the castle into what was, what currently is Mickey's PhilharMagic. Uh, at the time was Mickey Mouse Review. Well, it wasn't the Mickey Mouse Review because that had gone away, but it was where the Mickey Mouse Review was. So it was the theater that was the Mickey Mouse Review. Okay, uh, slightly confusing, but it was not a place for guests to be, but it was a place for, <laughs> I don't know, 100, I don't know, 50, 75. It was a very large group of guys to change clothes quickly. So if you were in the <laughs> 
<laughs> it's very possible if you were in the back part of Fantasyland behind the castle during shows, you would see guys running off and taking off their, I don't know, their ties anyway, and taking off their jackets and running into the Mickey Mouse Review to change clothes quickly because we had to get back really soon to be in the next number. So for I'm a Yankee Doodle Dandy, now I'm going to go into a little bit more details about the filming in just a little bit. And I'll be sharing a little bit of behind the scenes with the really big stars that we had in the show. That was pretty cool. Oh, where's the, where's the money? I don't know. Where did we have doves? Did we have, hmm, hmm, where's the money? I don't know. Well, I might be mixing up my shows a bit, but anyway. <laughs> I do know as a white tux dancer, there was a bird release. Yeah. So, yeah. So the guys, we would all have our white gloves on. Very handy when you're handling birds, just to let you know. <laughs> and we would be carefully given, uh, well, they weren't doves. They were actually white pigeons. And they're the ones that, that they use, you know, for all those, you know, bird releases. So we were gently given a bird in our hand and we would cradle that lovingly pet it. You know, call its name George. Anyway, anyway maybe not. Um, and then there would be a time where we release, which basically you release the bird by just not really throwing it. You just sort of move your move your hand up and release and they'll fly. That was kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Well, let's see. I'm a Yankee Doodle Dandy. Well, I'm going to get into that just a little bit with Rita Moreno. That's a story. Uh, but Golden Dream. So the finale. Okay. So this is where Gary... <laughs> I mean, every year that we did Golden Dream. Okay, so we were so we were patriots coming back from the Revolutionary War, and it's just you know it's a very it's a touching it's a very touching moment. But when we were in rehearsal and staging, uh, let's see. Well, so it was kind of like the first guy to come out on stage generally <laughs> was whoever was uh, the new good-looking guy. Okay, I'm just not. I, I, that's true. It is true. It's true. And everyone who's listening who knows that knows that to be true. So it was whoever the hot dude was. I was not the first one out. Anyway, but one year I got to limp, and that's really kind of fun. So let's see. Okay. <laughs> so one year I got to limp on stage. Now, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, reverently and kind of in the theme of things, but I was coming back from war. You know, apparently I was slightly injured slightly um and i got to limp on stage i was kind of carried um let's see so it was sam skaggs on one side and vance broom on the other and they were kind of holding me up because i had you know been in war well we'd all been in war but i guess i took it a little worse anyway so that was kind of fun okay so that was <laughs> a very small amount of information about staging golden dream but you know those were my stories it was kind of fun oh so overnight rehearsals uh such fond Memories, because you're working really hard, you're having a good time uh, doing your work. And then, you know, generally, because we're there like after the park closes, so that's during the summer. So it could be, you know, 11 or 12 or so. So we're there after that when they are steaming, the <laughs> steam cleaning the streets. Yep. And uh, and then we're there. We can watch. We generally would watch the sunrise with the contemporary, you know, so it's just us, the cast on the stage. Great memories. Overall thoughts. Hmm. Well, let's see. Well, I think I, I think in one of our top 10 lists or whatever we do, you know, um, I've said that uh, late night rehearsals and sitting at this very special part on the, the, the ramps, you know, it's a really good for your back. So that was, you know, that was a really good memory, but late night rehearsals. Okay. So they'd be all night really. Cause, cause they put these together really kind of fast. I mean, we would rehearse for mm, probably rehearse for about two weeks or so for a holiday 
Castle show, at least the 4th of July one specifically. And then so we'd all get on stage and we would do each of the numbers. Um, and then uh, then they do it uh, a dry tech and then they do it with the full out with fireworks and everything. And so, yeah, so it was all of the dancers, the well, and the dancers were from across the property. They were kids of the kingdom, the world dancers and whoever else there would could be Broadway at the top singers. It was a very large cast. Okay, so I'm going to talk about two things here now. Um, there's park shows, which were on the 4th of July. So this is our schedule. Are you ready for this? Because it is intense. So we'd come in for the day parade at 3 o'clock. Okay, then the Castle 4th of July show would be at 4.30 and then at 6. And then, so me anyway and the fellow ELP yeah, cast members, um, dudes and yeah, it was primarily dudes doing this. So we would do um, so the castle show, the 6 p.m. Then we'd have like a really quick lunch break, 6.30, I guess. Anyway, and then we'd do ELP, which is the Main Street Electrical Parade at 9 o'clock. And then we'd, we would, there would be a bus. Okay, the one times I would go on the bus <laughs> back to the tunnel entrance. And then we would run, get dressed, and do a 10 o'clock castle show fourth of july castle show and those had the really big fireworks back in the bus or walk to the production center and then we had another main street electrical parade at 11 o'clock so let's yeah let's just recap that for a moment day parade three two castle shows one elp castle show and elp it was crazy but it was great lots of fun Ooh, now the filmings because this is kind of where it gets kind of fun and, and somewhat dishy a little bit. So the filmings that I'm talking specifically about were 1988, who our guests were Tommy Toon and Rita Moreno. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Tommy Toon, our, my interaction with Tommy Toon. Well, actually, it was um, Jonathan Franklin, um, cast member, you know, um, probably, we were probably in tuxedos then. In fact, I'm pretty sure we were. And uh, Tommy Toon was doing We're in the Money. Yeah. And uh, so it was, uh, we weren't filming and Tommy Toon was in Castle Breezeway. And, uh, and so Jonathan wanted a picture with him. Oh yeah. Pictures. This would involve a camera and not like a phone. Wouldn't it be great if we had a phone, I'd have so many more pictures, but yeah. So I took a picture of Jonathan with the extremely tall Tommy Toon. I mean, we're talking, he made my friend BR who's like six, three look short. Um, I don't know. He's like, you know, he calls it like five twenty, you know, five foot, uh, 24 inches or something like that. I don't know. But anyway, extremely tall, very talented, very talented, very kind. He had, um, he had tap shoes that were bedazzled. I don't know. They were like Michael Jackson's glove, another 1980s reference. So I took a picture of Jonathan with Tommy Toon. Now I didn't ask him, Jonathan, could you take a picture of me with Tommy Toon? Why didn't I do that? Anyway. Okay, so yeah, so we had Tommy Toon. We also had Rita Moreno, who did the Yankee Doodle part. Now, uh, <laughs> the funny story with that, well, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about what we did. Okay, well, we were revolutionary dudes doing a very jazzy version <laughs> of Yankee Doodle Dandy. It was kind of, it was fun. It was very, you know, it was very much of its time. But, well, obviously, it was a little bit after its time because it's kind of this disco thing. <laughs> But anyway, still lots of fun. So she's doing it. Well, okay, you're all going to have to watch. Uh, yeah, because the, the 1988 Walt Disney World 4th of July Spectacular is available on YouTube. 
Yeah. I'll tell you a little bit more about that in just a little bit. But anyway, okay, so Rita Moreno. So the story is that when she was dancing, okay, her costume, well, let's just say, it had a very plunging V in the front. And let's just say... (laughs) <laughs> the woman did not believe in tape. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this the story goes. Okay, this is what the kids of the kingdom would say. <clears throat> uh, her costume did not contain everything momentarily. Her costume did not mm, keep everything in. So, uh, so what she said, the first look is free and the second one you have to pay for. Oh, <laughs> Rita Moreno's stories. Isn't that fun? Anyway. Oh, now this was cool. Okay, so so it's time for the big, we're filming now. So there's multiple takes and we do things multiple times. And there seems to be one uh, Patriot soldier who's a little um, behind everyone else when you watch it. Anyway, I certainly don't know who that is. But anyway, okay, so the filming. So it's time now for Golden Dream. So it's the first time we're going out and they're filming. And I look at the corner where um, Irv, NBR and I are supposed to go and there is a camera right there. I mean, right there, right where we're supposed to be. Well, not exactly, but so close. I mean, we're bound to get a close up. So I'm like going, cause this is a very sort of stoic number and don't smile and don't be sort of like your Disney, regular sort of Disney smiley person. We're coming back from war this time. I'm not limping, but I'm just coming back from, I don't know anyway, from war. So go to the spot and just do my job. Okay, when it comes time to watch it, oh my gosh, there is a close-up, a close-up, not my good side, but anyway, a close-up of me, and then there's a, then there's a yeah, close-up of the three of us putting our hats on. I know, putting our hats on, well, you know, that was fun. <laughs> you gotta watch that. Okay, so that was the 1988 4th of July, Walt Disney World, 4th of July, spectacular. <laughs> But another one was 1989. Now, in this this year, I wasn't a patriot. I was, um, well, I was in the show, but you didn't see me. Okay. And it also wasn't filmed. Now, what is up with that? So we were never called. So we were there getting paid. <laughs> Thank you, probably even overtime. Are you ready for that? And so I got to, like, watch the whole show. And this was with Carol Channing and Sandy Patty. Now, Carol Channing, who probably at the time was, I did the math like 67, but it's Carol Channing. Now, I don't know that I was, well, I knew what she did and she was, you know, a theater legend clearly, but I didn't appreciate her work until I saw her do, we're in the money and good ship lollipop and all that sort of thing uh, in the first part of the show. And watching her perform was simply amazing. So detailed. She knew exactly what to do. She was doing her Carol Channing thing. How about that? So she was doing her Carol Channing thing that was so cute and adorable. And ever since that time, I even had, I had even more respect for her. Now, Sandy Patty. Okay. pre Okay. So she pre-recorded Golden Dream. Okay. But she's singing the whole time. It is so cool to hear Sandy Patty at six o'clock in the morning with her gorgeous soprano voice. Gotta say. Oh, yeah, a little bit about these were filmed like a day or two before the actual July 4th. So there was very, very little production time. So, you know, as a video person now, I'm like going, how did they do it? But they did. It was great. 
and those are available on YouTube. Both the 1988 Tommy Toon and Rita Moreno, Walt Disney World, 4th of July Spectacular, and the 1989 Carol Channing and Sandy Patty and cast of Walt Disney World, 4th of July Spectacular people. <laughs> Great memories. So are we going to watch this on YouTube together? I don't know. I think that's, well, I, you don't have to watch it together, but check it out and watch my close-up. I will give you a time stamp. <laughs> You know, in the notes here, because I'm there. It was fun. Final thoughts. Well, this is where Craig sort of does his final thought things. So final thoughts. Well, I won't have final thoughts until hopefully extremely later. But my final thoughts for this time around um, with the 4th of July spectacular, just amazing memories, great pictures, great friends, and a great time to be a cast member at Walt Disney World in entertainment. So. So now it's time for all those ways to reach out to us on Beyond the Mouse. You can find our podcast, which if you're listening, you, you got it again. Congratulations. And, and you found us. But we're also available on NPR Illinois Community Voices, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and so many other favorite podcasting places. Now you can reach us on social media, on our Beyond the Mouse Facebook page, but also our Beyond the Mouse Podcast Pals group, where we have a lot of fun interacting with our Beyond the Mouse Podcast Pals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. We're Beyond the Mouse Pod on Instagram and Beyond Mouse on Twitter. Oh my gosh, how's that? I, I'm Yeah, again, I will just say, I'm glad Craig does all of that. <laughs> it's hard to say. So, until next time, this is Brett for Beyond the Mouse, and we'll see you in the front row. Maybe watching some vintage YouTube Disney World 4th of July Spectaculars.